world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, where you are in the world. My name is Josh, and welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. That is my guest tonight, Dr. Candace Taller, an amazing human being, an amazing woman. She needs no introduction. This is her multiple appearance on this show, just, uh... A great soul right over there. And this is uh, the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. This is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, of the infiltration of our political, our economic, our social, our cultural, and our militaristic systems, the takeover of America to bring her down to her knees so that global government, a new world order, can be implemented. And tonight, we're talking about the illusion of voting. And, you know, this is a, a sacred right that we've held in this country for a very, very long time. And now we're seeing that uh, this right, the sacred right, is an illusion. Candace, how are you? I'm good, Josh. You know, I'm glad you started out like that because I think we should go back to two weeks ago after the election, May 24th, when I ran for governor in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And you texted me and was like, okay, 
checking on me, but then let's get on the show. And I'm like, I'm just not ready. And really, I this is my second show. Like I went on one earlier and then this one. Like I just haven't been on anywhere because I was so devastated mm-hmm. with the realization that, yes, we know what happened in 2020, but they did it again more blatant in Georgia. And it was such a sobering moment just sad this is communism this is Mm -hmm. a selection it's not an election they select who they want and they're pretending that we vote and you know yeah you go in and you vote but it's not a voting it's a selection and it just it was awful I, i was i cried the whole day the day after the election because i thought we're communist this is it we're done and so it took me two weeks to get it back together to say, okay, nope, we're not done. This is our government, and we're going to push back. Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing here is something I've been saying for a long time, and I think people are now waking up to this understanding that it was never left versus right. It was never just the left stealing elections. The reason why Washington, D.C. was silent November 4th, 2020, the reason why the Republicans never progressed to contest the election on January 6th. Only a hand-select few of them did. The only reason is because they were afraid that they would lose their power as well because they knew that voter fraud had taken part in their district as well. Because the Democrats, they're not dumb when they do this. And they understand that it's a liability factor. If I'm going to cheat for myself, I might as well cheat for you too. That way, when you say, hey, you were cheating, I can say, hey, you were too. You better not investigate it. Therefore, you have this insurance policy. And what happened to you was the good old boys club, the Republican Party in Georgia. And they formed a coup against Trump first candidates. They formed a coup against patriot, God-loving, God-fearing, gun-loving, baby-loving Americans. And they went with the establishment pick, the Chinese pick, Kemp, who got an astronomical amount of votes, which was unheard of and so it doesn't make any sense whatsoever i believe they announced the winner or the results or something like that a week before even so um and i think that the same tactics were utilized again and i'm, I'm curious to what you have to say i know this is your second show that you've been on to talk about this um, i appreciate you coming out on about this um you were a shoe-in you you won this you dominated this i had friends from high school who moved to georgia 20 years ago Literally messaging me going, you you had Candace Taylor on your show? Oh, my God, I love Candace Taylor. She's awesome. They show me their Aww. Candace Taylor signs in, your, in their front yard, right? And, and they're military family, Christian conservatives, right? So talk to me. What have you found out? That makes me want to cry because that's why I ran. I ran yeah. for those people. I ran for them because they fought for our freedom. So it's the least I can do to offer me to go and serve the people. Cause I've been a public servant for 19 years. I know what it's like to serve the public. And so it's a natural thing, right. To go and serve there and not go there to be greedy and power hungry and money hungry, which is all we have. So what happened was I watched my numbers go up and down. We have screenshots, screen recordings. We watched, you know, thousands of votes. They go in, they go out, they go in, they go out. You don't lose votes. You, <laughs> just doesn't happen. Even Kent was at like 750,000, went down to 450,000, which probably they said it was because they dumped in my votes and then it pulled them back out because he got to 1.2 million total votes in Georgia 
we have about 600,000 that vote in the Republican primary. So it's double the number. And, and it's just, it's not, it's not real numbers. So we can count the paper. They'll see it's not real numbers, mm -hmm. but we've had a national data team working on it. And what they found was if you take Kemp's number at any point during the election night and you multiply it times 0.05, it's my total. Huh. So 5% of his votes, anytime you can take, they start dipping early voting in, it goes on, goes on. You multiply Kemp times 0.05 and it's my exact number of votes. That's messed up. Math it's mathematically impossible. It, yes, and that so, is, <laughs> that's the statistical anomaly. Right. So what happened was that it, because you got David Perdue that got 20% and got two other candidates got a few, you know, one or 2%, then it made me at 3.4%. And, you know, yesterday for yesterday, when I thought about doing this affidavit thing, I came over to talk to you about, I thought I would love to be in the room with Brian Kent right now and these other guys saying, I told you that was too low. You shouldn't have left her that low. I told you mm -hmm. that that was messed up. She's going to, had they not held me at 5%, then I would have to get a lot of affidavits. But because they were so arrogant and they took all my votes and when people went in to vote for me, it went to Brian. And then they gave me 5% of the total because they did it that way. I don't have, I'm showing 41,000 votes. I'm showing two, four, six votes in some counties with 159 counties. We have some really small counties. I'm showing two, four, six votes. I already have more affidavits of people swearing they voted for me. This illegal document than the number of votes that said I got in that county. Whoa, here we go. About to crack this wide open. And so that's the beautiful thing here is they believe that they control the authority and they cheat. They get caught and they're just going to slide this under the rug. They're going to cover it up. But this is what they don't account for. See, when they cheat, they utilize statistical anomalies like this it is basically, uh, you know, every 90 percent of the votes that come in for Candy's Taylor give them to Kemp another 5% to Purdue, and then give her the remainder, right? And what they don't realize is that some counties have 100 people in them. And 80 of those people have sworn affidavits to say, I voted for Candace Taylor, where the votes are actually showing, oh, it's only two people. And now we can show, and I guarantee you, once you start getting these, these affidavits, it's going to show that 5% margin. We already have thousands in a day. So we already have so 41,000. I already have over 1,000. And they're coming in nonstop. We, were, we had people tonight at different locations around the state. They were texting me, I've got 40, I've got 50, I've got 100. They're there getting them notarized right there and then filling them out. I voted for her, I voted for her, I voted for her. And so it's snowballing. Mm -hmm. And they're telling everybody, I have whole churches that voted for me. So those churches are coming together and they're, 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 giving, they're doing affidavits. This is going to be the precedence. They want to talk about precedence and why we can't do anything because the precedent hadn't been set. This is going to be the precedent and they're going to be scared to ever cheat again because they're going to know when we go in to vote, we do an affidavit on everybody we vote for. That's a legal document. It can go to the Supreme Court and it can overturn because we, the people, have a constitution that they have sworn to uphold and we're going to hold their feet to the fire and we're not going to stop. You know. I admire what you're doing because you didn't go into this 
you went into this. Let me rephrase that. You went into this knowing that they would cheat and prepared for them to cheat. And that's the thing that I think they underestimate people like you with. Um, Danielle Neuschwanger, who's running for governor here in Colorado, she's doing the same thing. She has set up a complete online system to track everybody who's voting for her. And so they cannot steal her votes. And, and like she's doing it very similar that, that she's got sworn. Hey, I, I voted. I set my mail-in ballot. I went and voted in person for this person on this day. This is my ballot number taking pictures of their ballots. This is what they're doing. So they cannot steal it. And this is what you're doing in, in Georgia. And right off the bat, we see it. We see the corruption. We see what these people are doing to re- remain in power. And we know that Kemp is set to lose to to Stacey Abrams. So this means that they're collaborating here with the Democrats. That's right. And, and you know, I thought that he was going to give her the governorship. Like, I thought that's what the deal was. And maybe that is the deal. I don't know. Because it's a selection. We know that. But what I'm hearing from the Democrats that I've talked to, because I'm talking to them, because guess what we're doing in Georgia? We're all coming together, the Republicans and the Democrats, and we're take we're all want to we all want a paper count, all of us candidates, because we know that they mess with both sides. But anyway, the Democrats are saying that what has been promised to her is that when she runs for president in 2024, that she'll get the 16 electoral votes from Georgia for her presidency. And I was like, Are you kidding me right now? That's what she's been promised. And see, we can't win the White House without Georgia. Got to have them electric votes. That's right. So what's the what's the schedule here? What are you guys looking at? Have you guys already followed? Uh, I believe that you have a certain amount of days after the election to contest it. Have you guys already filed this? And what is your timeline looking like? Yeah, the Monday after the election, I filed for a hand recount of all 159 counties. I filed that in every single county. And they refused to do it. And so, you know, DeKalb and near Atlanta, they did the count for the Democrat um, school board member who ended up not in the runoff. And she, when they did the can count, was the top vote getter and not one of the other ones out for the runoff. And now she is in the runoff as the top vote getter. And she wasn't even in the top three and the top two. So anyway, they that's a Democrat. And then, then the Democrat judge overturned it. So now they have a dilemma. Are you going to show favoritism to the Democrats or are you going to do it for the Republicans too? Whatever I come up and show you that I have more votes than what they're saying I have. So basically we'll go to the board of elections with these affidavits and we'll say, this is what you're saying we received here in your County, but here's affidavits proving we got more than what you say. We need a hand count. And if that doesn't work and they don't agree to do that, then we file lawsuits and we'll go all the way to the Supreme Court and Georgia can choose to get the federal government involved or they can choose to do the right thing and count the ballots. There are ballots. They belong to the people. Right. Absolutely. And uh, do you think they're going to move fast and quick to destroy these ballots and destroy the ballot images? I know Georgia was one of the first states to basically remove the physical ballots into digital images because they can keep the digital image copy. And then all of a sudden they lose those types of things. But we have the 2022 uh, midterms coming up. And so they're going to basically out of the recourse of saying, hey, we got to reset the voting machines. We got to get ready for the 2022 primary or uh, midterms. So we're going to destroy the ballots. Um, do you think they're going to do something like that? Do you think they're going to pull this trick to get rid of those ballots? Well, they can try, but the affidavits stand as law. 
They stand as a law legal document that can go all the way through court. People are swearing they voted for me. And when they say that we received four votes in a county and I have 15, ba- 15 affidavits, then they better have something to back it up or it's going to be totally overthrown and they'll have to do a new election or whatever they have to do. I don't know, but they're going to have to have proof that they didn't have 15 people vote in that county. You know, this is the illusion in this country is that our vote matters, that when we go to elect our officials, that the elections are taken serious, that the two-party system that has dominated this country for a very, very long time is not corrupt, and they allow free and fair elections. This is just an illusion, people. This is what's happening all throughout this country. This is what happened in Virginia. Luckily, the conservative candidate won. This is what happened in the California recount, uh, the, the recall election on Newsom. This is what happened in Canada with Trudeau. We got European countries coming across saying massive voter fraud. We got two members of the uh, UK parliament coming out who watched 2,000 mules and said without a shadow of a doubt that election was 100% stolen and it was a coup by the Democrats on the people of the United States of America. We have this happening throughout New York State. We have this happening in New Jersey with a governor's race. And they're going to keep on doing it. Now, I've made this prediction a few years ago, Candace. And I'm going to, I, I said it last night briefly, but I'm going to say it again because it's, it goes with the title of tonight's show. The midterm elections are going to be stolen, but they're not going to be stolen by the Democrats. The Democrats are setting up the Republicans. They're going to cheat for the Republicans. And when the Republicans win with overwhelming majority, the Democrats who are currently in office who have lost are going to open up investigations and they're going to show that the Republicans cheated. They're mad about January 6th and insurrection, the coup and Donald Trump. It's going to delegitimize everything about the 2020 election and it's going to allow them to remain and regain power after January 1st, when American First candidates should be coming in. This is my prediction. I think it's going to happen. CISA warnings are coming out right now. CISA.gov warnings are coming out saying that the Dominion voting machines are prone to hacking and manipulation by actors on site who or through virtual or digital access to the voting machines where they can change the votes directly in the machine through remote access. This is exactly what we were screaming on November 4th. This is what you've been screaming since the beginning. This is what just happened at your your election, right? Dominion voting systems. Yeah. They're going they, in, they, they're changing the voting they, roll. They scanned my name. They voted for me, scanned, and it went straight to Kemp. And all he did was give me 5%. So there was an algorithm in the machine. I was set as the control. We know that I was the control. And all of my votes went to him and I got 5%. I didn't get 5% of my votes. I didn't get 5% of his votes. I got 5% of a total of his and mine. There's no telling how many votes I got. I could have won it straight out. I could have won it in a runoff. But we know that it's all fake. It's fake. My, but I don't know what I got. There's no way to know. But he knows and, and the people know that it. I had hundreds of thousands of votes. And we're seeing that evidenced already with just the people that heard it on my social media about doing affidavits. They've already printed it. They've already gone and got a notary. They've already sent it in. That takes time. Mm-hmm. And I have thousands that's already done that in a day. Do you oh think God. it's going to take me a long time to get these? No, it's not because we have a tremendous amount. And the thing is, is if you did a thousand in a day, and let's just assume that you get 50,000 within the next month, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say that you get 50,000 in 30 days. 
that already exceeds the amount of votes that you got. 41,000. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So that's about 10% over, 20% over the mm -hmm. amount of votes that you actually mm -hmm. got. That right there should be a legitimate amount to go into a court of law, to go into the government and say, there was election fraud. Look at this. A mm -hmm. And you can pull the rest of the numbers. And if they ignore that, then I'm, I would say that the people in Georgia uh, might want to resort to other means here. Because at this point in time, it's tyranny, it's oppression, this is a dictatorship, it is no longer governed by the consent of the people, it is no longer representative of the people, and we have a illegitimate leadership there in the governor's mansion. And so I, I can't really say much more than that, but I think the people of Georgia will understand that if this is the case, which... <laughs> We know it is. We've seen the numbers. We know the numbers. We understand how this operation works. Then these people need to be held responsible. And we need to take the full extent of the law to them. We need to sue the living crap out of them. Every single one of those people that are out there filing, follow, uh, filing these affidavits will also be filing lawsuits, suing Kemp, Kemp, suing the Republican Party, suing the state of Georgia, suing each county. Petition no the end. grand juries, yep. petition the grand juries, going to the Board of Elections office, suing state court, going to federal court, whatever, going to Supreme Court. We're not stopping. It, it's like this. We're not going to be communist. That's not happening. And I think that they've done so many much slotty stuff for so long that they're like, what, who are y'all now to say something? Mm -hmm. Who are you to question the practices we've had? Who are y'all? And it's like we have three heads because it's like, why are you questioning this now? Well, we know about it now. <laughs> we see you now. So, you know, you may get by with having an affair on your wife or your husband for a while. When you get caught, you're done. Mm -hmm. You're caught. You're done. When you steal money from your parents over and over and you get caught, you're done. So they're done. They can't continue to do it. And for some arrogant reason... They think they can, and we're just going to allow it. This is our government. It's a bottom-up government. It's not top-down. We're not in a monarchy. We're not in a dictatorship. They are not tyrants, even though they pretend like they are. We're bottom-up. It's up by and for the people. We run this show, and there's millions of us and a few hundred of them. Yep. And they need to be held responsible. And the reason they do this and they continue to do this is because they have absolutely zero fear of the people. They think the people are just automatons or just sheep, that they're not going to do anything. They're just going to go, oh, well, oh, well, 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 we lost this one. We'll just vote next year. Because you know what? And this is the, the sad precedent because that's what's happening with Donald Trump. Because they stole the election from Donald Trump, a national general election for president of the United States. They formulated a coup. They stole it from him. They stole it from over 100 million Americans, and nothing happened. You know what they're doing now, Josh? They're saying to me, well, you got to get behind Kemp. We don't want Stacey Abrams. I'm like, dude, do you really think that it's a vote? Hmm. It's a selection. And no, I'm not voting for Stacey Abrams. But right now, why would I vote at all? Like, we need to be, am I going to vote? I'm sure I'm going to vote. I've never not voted in my life. But in reality, I can't sit here and participate in this insanity of this thought. And that's what was said at the beginning of the show, Josh. I think I had to grieve the loss of the right to vote. Because mm -hmm. 
that is so ingrained in us that you vote, you vote, you vote. Yes, we do vote. But right now, we don't have a vote. We have a selection. You know what would be interesting? And in, in, in I would never acquiesce to Stacey Abrams. And I would never support Kemp. And I, I believe you're, you're firm on that right there. But this is might be a tactic that could be in your arsenal. And I, and I just want you to consider, I just thought of this, but I want you to consider this. Stacey Abrams owns a organization which fights voter fraud. Fair she, fact. She's worried about Kemp. Okay? They just stole this governoral election from you. You have the numbers to prove it. Just think if the, the, that information, those numbers, just happened to show up on their doorstep. They would throw that out there with all their money in backing to the state of Georgia, to the election uh, commission, everybody else, because they don't want Kemp running. And they much, I, I guarantee you, she much rather go up against you than Kemp. She knows. We've sent it to her. She knows. She doesn't care because she's mm. in bed with him. They're in, they're in this together. So either she's going to get the governorship and he's going to give it to her, or either he's going to give her the 16 electoral votes when she runs for governor, I mean, for president. That is what the Democrats are saying. That's what her people are saying. I don't know. I haven't been involved in any of that. But that's what they're saying. They're saying that either he's giving her the governorship mm-hmm. or either he's supporting her for president. And I'm like, are you kidding me? But you know what? I wouldn't put anything by any of them because they are all in this together. It is the establishment versus us. That is what this is. That's what it's been for me for two years. That's the fruit I've seen. That's what I've heard. And you know what? I'm glad to be with the people. Absolutely. Um, So talk to me. What are, so you got this going on. Okay. What else are you up to? What else are you thinking? What else are you going to venture? Well, I'm thinking about starting my own media company. I've been, um, I did start a nonprofit called, uh, what's it called? I think I would know, Defend the People. So I've started this nonprofit called Defend the People. And I'm going to do some, you know, nonprofit work for litigation for people that need to to have representation. And I'm going to do other things, of course, to help help the people have a voice. And then I'm going to start a media company. I've already, you know, put in for LLC for that called, voice of the people. Mm-hmm. And that's because people constantly across the state of Georgia have said, thank you. You're saying what I want to say. You're, you're my voice. Thank you for being a voice of the people for being a breath of fresh air. Thank you for standing up for us. And people want to say these things. They're scared. They don't know how to voice it. They don't know what to say, what to do. And so they, we've not used our, our right of free speech as Christians, especially we don't want to offend anybody and we keep everything in ourselves and, and we're not speaking up. And it's a huge issue because the voice of the 1% left crazy, insane people have gotten so much louder than the people that are normal, hardworking mm-hmm. Americans paying all the taxes, providing all the economic structure. And we have no voice. And so that kind of came out of there. I'm thinking about having a having a, a media platform so that we that. can have enough because that's the conservative media movement, you, Josh, and, and everyone else that's in this movement, that's how I got a platform. I got a platform by coming on your show, by coming on other shows, and we're not making millions of dollars. We're just doing this. This is how we go to war. We're at war. This is how we push back. We do that through speaking the truth mm-hmm. and talking to normal people and letting them have 
a platform to speak the truth because all we hear on media is a narrative and an agenda and brainwashing. And we have to get out of that bubble, that bubble of insanity. We've got to break out of it and we've got to push each other. We may not always agree, but that's okay. Iron sharpens iron. And that's what we do on conservative platforms. And so I feel like God's moving me more in that direction to use my voice and empower other people to, to speak out and, and not to be sheep, to be a lion. Absolutely. Uh, and, and and that's awesome. And I can't wait. So you're going to have to keep me updated on that. I want to know all about that as it begins to roll out because and that... I'm writing a book. I'm What's writing that? a book, John. I'm writing a book. You're writing a book. I'm writing a book and it's going to be a bombshell of a book. And I think people will buy and say, Oh my gosh, did she put my name in here? Yes, I did. Uh-oh. Yeah. Your name's yeah. I'm, yeah. I put your name in there and I called out all their lies, right? All their times they blackballed me and did all this horrible stuff yeah i put it all in there well and that's good and you know i was thinking about um vernon vernon jones here your arch nemesis now he must have knew something because a few months back he drops out of the governor race all of a sudden runs for congress and that is ending in a runoff i guess i don't know what's happening with that that's definitely he's in a runoff yeah he's in a runoff there but um he must have knew something to get out there was something going on there. I think he was in on all of this. And I, that's why I say that he's an agent for Stacey Abrams. He knows exactly what's going on. And he's going to betray all the conservatives that are voting for him. Well, if, if he wins, we know there's an issue, for sure. Because anybody that would vote for him, after everything Stu Peters brought out on him and took him down, if you vote for him, you deserve what you get. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, and it's sad that uh, DJT had endorsed him, but uh, that that's the game of politics that we're talking about. It's a game of money. It's a game of power. Um, and, and I don't I'm, play. I don't play that. Oh, yeah, of course. No, absolutely. And and I wouldn't either. I mean, come on. that That's what has caused all this crime, complicity, corruption in Washington, D.C. That's what built the swamp is money. Is money no created in power. Yep. If you compromise one time, you're done. They own you. You cannot compromise. So, no, I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to get you out of the race so I can get my buddy in the race because I want him to beat Kemp. No, you don't ever compromise. I don't care how much somebody kisses your butt. I don't care how much somebody says, I love you, I love you. It doesn't matter. Where's your morality? How much is the soul of Georgia worth? How much is the soul of your state worth? How much is the soul of America worth? Mm -hmm. We're sexualizing our children. We're pushing things in school systems that should not be there. We're sitting by and allowing it to happen. Don't want to offend anybody. We're, we're uh, putting people in office who have a horrid past, accused of rape, accused of blatant white racism, anti-white racism, and we're going to put them in Congress? Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? No, we don't do that. Th- this is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I do, a, I do a radio show in Western New York called The Dark Delight Show, and uh, I, I really enjoy doing it. There's a great audience out there. And today I was talking about how the Republicans in Senate and Congress do not have your back. They don't give a damn about you. And and I showed one example of this. This was Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson, in the hearing that he had with Attorney Tom Rents, Todd Callender, um, Dr. Robert Malone was there, Dr. McCullough, Lee Dundas. They're all there. They presented all this different evidence of how this vaccine is the genocide jab. 
Um, and they were talking about various whistleblowers in the, from the United States Army, the Navy, the Air Force, DOD, who brought about information, Project Salus, um, of this like five-year study on health and how all of a sudden all these numbers skyrocketed in 2021, exactly at the same time as the mandated vaccine. And we're talking 487% increases in breast cancer, uh, throat cancer, uh, 1,200% increase in MS, uh, myo, uh, myelin degeneration. Um, and, and this is massive because this is a vulnerability to our military. And he sends a letter out to uh, Secretary of Defense Austin. He sends a letter out to the DOJ asking for more information. Well, this was February 1st. Haven't heard anything from it since. You know, that was five months ago. Here's the thing. If you're getting firsthand account information that our military is being killed off and diseased and put into a state of illness, which makes our military vulnerable, and that means that there's a bioweapon acting within our United States military, probably from a foreign adversary because these vaccines are developing in China, as well as this vaccine is being given to the American people, you don't wait five months for updates. You don't wait five months to do something about it. Okay, this needs to be done now. This is a national security concern. And February 2nd, immediately February 2nd, things should have started moving. But they didn't. Just like in November 4th, when they didn't move towards voter fraud. Because they don't care about you and me. They don't care about our lives. They don't care about our wealth. They only care if we're paying taxes, how much we're paying. And as long as that money's flowing in and it flows right back into their pockets through the circular NGO cycle, they don't give a darn about the Constitution. And it doesn't matter if it's left or right. It doesn't matter if they're patriots. It doesn't matter if it's a person you like or enjoy. You, Oh, man, they're all patriots. No, they're not. They're all corrupt. Exactly what Candace was saying. Okay? Once you compromise, you're done. And that's what's happened. They compromise because of political power, political gain, and politics. The Republicans know if they came out about voter fraud, they would have been ruined. If they came out about the vaccines, they'd be ruined because Pfizer, Moderna, Merck have all donated to their campaigns. And and this is only going to get progressively worse from here. Yeah, and, and, you know, we're looking actually at some donors for Governor Kemp, and he was like $40 million in his campaign for the primary when he had $22 million when he went against Stacey last time in 2018. So you have double the money, a lot of pharmaceuticals, there Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking okay well you know you you didn't protect georgia from the vaccine in fact you pushed it on us and you know lots of people all over the state told me over and over about losing their jobs because they refused to get it i had children in colleges lose their scholarships because they refused to get it and they were going into the military and nothing was protected nothing and so Whenever in 1980, when they created these Georgia guidestones and they erected them in Elbert County in Georgia, and these guidestones are the new world order. And it talks about a population of 500 million, which would mean 8.5 billion people have to be wiped off the face of the earth. And you look at this and you think this is in Georgia. We're the gateway state. You know, Chuck Schumer said, there goes Georgia, there goes America. When they say population control, and Bill Gates says that, you believe what they say. They're going to tell you what they're going to do. So we have these erected granite millions of dollars stones with this new world order written on it in my state. And nobody knows who paid for it. Ted Turner. Nobody knows who owns it. You look at the tax assessor and it flips back and forth through the county, owns it. Hmm. It's 
protected by the local sheriff's office for surveillance. And it's a tourist attraction and, and they're going out there doing seances and incantations and blood sacrifices on the top of the rock. They've had aerial shots of drones and there's blood up there. There were dead flowers laying there like they had come and did a, 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 you know, paid homage. And so one language, population control, um, fertility control, and we're going to go out there and we're going to honor these, this monument that's demonic in my state that opens it up for the whole country. This new world order started in 1980. Mm-hmm. It started when they erected that, maybe before. But we know since 1980, it's been right there in Georgia, written right there, plain as day, new world order. Well, apparently Ted Turner is the one who funded them through all of his various organizations. This is what we've heard through the grapevine. Um, and it would make a lot I've of heard sense. That. Yep. And it would make a lot of sense because, uh, so GTI.org is the one who did the global scenario on a monkeypox virus being uh, spread by a terrorist organization done in a dirty lab. And they did the scenario a year ago, March, 2021. Okay. And it was funded by GTI.org, which is co-founded by, Ted Turner, as well as Merck, Merck Pharmaceutical Companies, the Welcome Foundation, which is directly connected to uh, the World Economic Forum. And uh, it comes about and says millions of people will die from this modified monkeypox virus. And by the way, the date of the release through that global scenario was May 15th, 2022. Um, and monkeypox actually was first reported in the United States May 12, 2022. So not a coincidence there one bit. But uh, that's who these people are. They're, they're demonic. They're satanic. They're just pure evil. And they're perpetuating this agenda of depopulation. They're eugenicists. They don't care about life. They don't care about humanity. We're chattel to them. We're nothing but sheep and cows to the slaughter. We're, we're just meat for them or, or wealth or generating slavery. I don't know what you want to call it for them. But Human sacrifice. Yep, even a sacrifice. And, and I've talked in depth about why that part comes about in the sense of Satanism, Luciferianism. But these people are sick and they now control the states, the federal government, the military, and the economy. So yep. it's one hell of a shit show today. But I'm glad there's people out there like Dr. Candace Taylor because you know what? It gives us hope in, in, in doing what you're doing, that you go into this election. You watch it like a hawk, you know the numbers, and the numbers are astronomically much lower than they should be. And now you're taking the action, the legal action, and we'll go through this process. We'll go through the growth pains, we'll go through the process, and we'll see what they do and how they react. And, and, you know, I would be interested to see what True to Vote has to say about this with the information that you guys have. I don't know if you guys have contacted them and got yeah, that they've information. Been, they've been looking at the numbers. They've been looking at the numbers already. I don't have their feedback back, but they're already yeah. looking at the, the race. You know, I want to say this, I haven't said this here, but our database where people signed up to be a volunteer or to get a newsletter or a sign, a yard sign, 60,000 in my database. That's people who go and do that. Most people don't. Most mm-hmm. people just go vote after they see someone. But we had 41,000 votes. So, you know, they didn't know what my database was. I haven't told that publicly. But then after the election, it's like, how do you have 60,000 in your database and 41,000 votes? It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, tw- 19,000 people who put signs out there, went and campaigned for you, and spread your information, just decided not to go vote. 
Yeah. I think Kemp's got a problem. I think the state of Georgia has a problem, and Candace Taylor is going to be the one that brings them down. Candace, where can we find you? CandaceTaylor.com. Y'all go check me out. K-A-N-D-I-S-S Taylor.com. If you voted for me, please do the affidavit, get it notarized, send it to me. We are getting thousands of them, and we're going to turn this state over. You know, fantastic. I, I appreciate everything you're doing, and you're welcome back anytime. You know this. I don't have to tell you that. You you can come on anytime. You can have the whole show if you want to. Just come on out. I'll just put it on your screen, and you can just talk to everybody. It's anytime, Candace Taylor's welcome here because she's just a family member of the Red Pill Project, a family member of the Truth Movement, and uh, just so happy to have people like you in the world. Candace, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for this information. You're going to have to keep us updated. Let us know what happens, uh, and send me text messages. Keep me updated along the way and we can get this information out if you're in georgia please go file one of these petitions these affidavits if you voted for candace taylor if you're in georgia you're new to the show and you didn't know about candace taylor you go to candace right now and you sign up thank you so much candace take care guys we'll be right back in just one minute with more of the news and the events of the day hello i'm mike lindell ceo of my pillow retailers shopping channels and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and my pillow During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. And we are back with Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. I was uh, troubleshooting tech issues. I know that the video is lagging. I got red line on the whole bottom. It started yesterday during the show. Oh. And... Uh, I'm assuming that my computer needs an update. That's typically what it means is the computer needs an update. Uh, you just saw right there two commercials, and they're very important commercials. And the reason why is because Father's Day is coming up. You have Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com. Use that promo code RPP. Get those Father's Day's gifts. Um, you know, I dropped a can of uh, corned beef hash in my toe today. Dude. A big can? Did oh, you yeah. break your toe? Oh, it hit right on the middle of the nail. Oh, dude, it hurts so bad. And I like, so I iced it so it wouldn't bruise over. And so I wasn't lose the toe because if you get a hematoma underneath that nail, you're done. Um, toenail. Toenail. Yeah. 
So I'm yeah. like, oh my god. But you know, it, it reminded me because I love corned beef hash to go out there and get more supplies and get more canned goods and stuff. But um, you know, mypillow.com, guys. I'm telling you, check them out. Father's Day, if you're looking to get Father's Day gifts, that's one place to go do that at. Another place, if you want, if you want more kind of like Patriot level merch and this type of stuff, is becoming more unglued by the wrong day. one. Okay, sorry, that's the wrong, that's the wrong slide. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an amateur. It's amateur hour. They're turning the frogs gay. Okay, there's another one. If you guys want some cool merch stuff like that, we got all different types of shirts here. We got when tyranny becomes the law. Uh, rebellion becomes duty. We got the real pandemic is mass psychosis. 1984, make Orwell fiction again. Aliens are real. Uh, Biden and Kami, 2024. This is online. Redpillproject.online. That's kind of where our shop and our merch is. We got hats. We got, uh, you know, my, one of my favorite shirts is God is an atheist right here. <laughs> And I don't think people understand this because a lot of people yell at me because of this. But if you're monotheistic, then God's an atheist, right? Uh, one of my favorites is the Epstein didn't kill himself shirt right there. Epstein didn't kill himself. Awesome shirt. But if you guys want to help support the Red Pill Project, get a Father's Day gift right there. You can go on over there. But also we have My Pillow. They have some fantastic deals going on right now. I was I was looking at the slippers. I was looking at the bathrobes. Right there. You just enter that promo code RPP right there and you hit confirm and you'll save up to 66%. And they'll, but boom, just like that. And you can go in there and now all the savings will show up. So please check that out. And then we'll talk about my Patriot supply here in a little bit. But uh, firstly, we have the Battle of the Streams going on. This is another way that you guys support everything that we do here. And I'm sorry I take time to talk about how you guys support us. But firstly, we're so appreciative that you actually are supporting us. And the number two thing is, is we couldn't do this without it. If you guys don't support us, we will just fall to the wayside. Uh, these types of operations, when we start getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, we were at 43,000 people on Podbean, on our audio podcast. You know, we're at... 14,000 on Facebook. We're at uh, 10,500 on Rumble. When we start getting to this size and distributing and, and paying for all these services from all these other people, it gets really expensive. So I much appreciate it for you guys all to help us. That's why we put this stuff out there. It's not because I'm, um, you know, we're, we're like, well, let's go, you know, right? No, no. But the Battle of the Streams is another thing that you guys are helping us with. It's a fun competition. Uh, we love you and respect you. We can't thank you enough. I'm going to go in. Vince, do we have anything for the Battle of the Streams? We do. We have a few, huh? We certainly do. They're right. going wild out there. All right. And so what DLive has won two days in a row, or is it just last night? Uh, Rumble, to... Rumble won two days in a row. Then DLive. So we're going to see who's going to win tonight. But Princess Little 8 just donated one diamond. Power to the people's voice. Absolutely. Princess Little 8. Me, Brenda, donated one diamond. Drain the swap. Arrest now. I agree. Runder it. Uh, donated one ice cream. Princess Little, two ice cream. Princess Lil 8, one diamond. Don't be shy. Yell it on the evil eye. You know, I couldn't say what I really wanted to say because she still is a governoral con candidate that's contesting the government. So I couldn't go to that next level. But I think that people in Georgia understood what I meant. So thank you so much. Pammy Pam Pam donated one diamond. Truth Warriors Unite. Absolutely. Princess Little 8 donated a Kansas with a kiss at the end. Black Jester donated three ice cream. Grits 39123 ice cream. Grits 3911 ice cream. Me, Brenda, one diamond. So D Live looking to take a clean sweep again. Uh, awesome. Very cool. Let's do it. Vince, how are you doing, man? 
I'm fantastic, dude. We're getting hit with an atmospheric river over here. But uh, you know what? It'll pass. The storm always passes. I was going to say, I'm like trying to think, like, what's an atmospheric river? That's like, just a new thing they came up with. I haven't heard of that yeah. before. Um, they started flooding our area, what, last year? Um, oh, it's well, weird. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Well, it's we a new call thing. It harp storms. Harp storms. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. I got my Battle Royale cup. Ooh, what is Battle Royale? Oh, oh. I, my kid's Fortnite. cup. Hear this, though, dude. Listen to this. There is this atmospheric river hit in the Pacific Northwest, Canada and Washington, that area. We're getting to have, they expect us to get as much rain in one day than Washington normally gets in all of June. Wow. Yeah. So this 30 times wild. the amount of rain. Yeah. It's a lot of rain. Dude, yeah. But I'm doing good, dude. I hope everyone out there is doing good, too. It's been a long time since morning coffee when I saw some of you. Hey, look but, at uh, that hat you're sporting. How are you? Look at that hat you're sporting. I know. Nathaniel's Barbershop. Thank Nathaniel's you. Nathaniel's Barbershop. Brother. If you're ever in South Dakota, you need to head on over there. Nathaniel's Barbershop. Good Best. haircuts today. Something like that, right? Yeah. He's going he's gonna to be yelling at me about that one. But, the jingle? Uh, it's a good yeah, jingle. My little jingle. <laughs> need, need Gundy to come in there and do it. We need Gundy uh, back dude. in the audience, yeah. He's around. I talked to him. He started yeah. his own stream over there on Twitch, and he's doing good. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Biden's net approval rating hits all-time low is worse than Trump's at same point in presidency. And so the latest survey found, and this is a morning consultant political reported Wednesday, the, that the 46th president has notched his lowest net approval rating in more than uh, a year on the surveys. The survey found that 58% of the voters disapprove of Biden's job performance and 39% approve. Um, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit last night. Biden's job approval rating. Okay. This is manipulated. These aren't actual real numbers. Basically, what they're doing is they're calling 2,000 people, or they're probably calling 2,000 people, and then they're taking a small sample of 100 that kind of give them some decent numbers to work with, and then utilizing that as a statistical analysis. It, it, everything is corrupt. Every, you know, the one thing about the data boom, the big, uh, the age of information has done is it's increased drastically the amount of manipulation to data, the amount of disinformation, misinformation, propaganda that has happened within our world. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. You can't just fake one thing or it was, it would stick out like a sore thumb thumb. You have to fake everything. Yep. So I think, you know, they fake things, numbers like this in order to support the larger agenda. So it doesn't look suspicious. Yeah. But. And I guess there's uh, the hearing tonight, the January 6th hearing is going on. And just in time for the January 6th hearing tele- uh, being televised, the House Democrats January 6th committee is already selling its final report due September 13th from the New Yorker. Absolutely. And I guarantee that they're all going to get these book deals and, and all of this great stuff from this. Uh, when they leave office because they don't want to be in there anymore because of the corruption of the system. They're going to get these book deals. I don't think they're going to sell very many books, though, because everyone is starting to wake up, man. Mm-hmm. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy says everyone in the country was responsible January 6th. When pressed, it was Trump's fault and says Democrats' primetime hearing is a distraction that won't fool the American people. I, I'm telling you, this guy's got to go. This is another guy that just was endorsed by Donald Trump. Nobody knows why. Probably because his competition is far worse than him. 
But what the heck is going on here? Oh, it's the American people's fault. It's your fault, McCarthy. Yeah, it's, it's your fault, McConnell. It's your fault, Congress and Senate. They could have. They could have. Didn't Trump say to get some protection there? Something's happening. Nancy said no. Well, no. Well, I, I don't. What did, what did Trump say about protection? I, I know Nancy was talking about the Supreme Court justices, but that's a different thing altogether. January sixth. Talking Ooh, about January sixth. Yeah. No. Actually, there's a there's a, a video that was put out in February of 2021 that was actually talking about this and it was um chris miller the acting secretary of defense and cash Mm -hmm. patel on a show now first thing chris miller comes out and he says is that cash and i have been separated so that it doesn't look like we are communicating and it's kind of eerie why he says this that uh basically from the january 6th committee and all this stuff um but then he goes on to say that I was in the Oval Office, Chris Miller and Cash Patel. We were in the Oval Office when Donald Trump, days before January 6th, called up Nancy Pelosi, called up the Capitol Police and said, called up the Department of Defense, requested 20,000 troops on standby at the request of Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police be ready to deploy in the Washington, D.C. because they are having strong intelligence reports of violence and extremism that was going to take place there. And Chris Miller said he signed the documents off. He approved it 100%. And then mm-hmm. they were in the office when Donald Trump called Nancy, told her about it, who gladly declined. They told the Capitol Police they declined. And, and so this voids all the blame on Donald Trump right there. And why isn't the January 6th committee looking at that? Why isn't the January 6th committee investigating that part of it, that it wasn't Donald Trump who caused this to happen, but instead Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats who allowed it to happen? Mm -hmm. Are they going to mention the last tweet Donald Trump said before they banned him on Twitter, Mm. where he told everybody to go home in peace and have a good night? Of course not. Paraphrasing. They don't care not. about the truth, man. But it's a scam. But, but now look look what they're look what they're saying here, right? Mm-hmm. January sixth committee, thousands of interviews and new uh, new facts. Uh, the House Select Committee investigation January sixth attack in the United States Capitol has yielded a new little little new information on the eve of the first public hearing beyond. What was already known when Democrats put former Donald President Trump on trial, Trump acted provocatively when he called for tens of thousands to protest against the certification of the 2020 presidential election. He did not incite the riot at the Capitol, not within the legal definition of the term, and even the common room. And the impeachment trial was arguably unconstitutional, which the chief justice of the Supreme Court avoided, showed the Capitol riot began long before Trump had finished speaking at his rally, roughly a mile away. Trump told the crowd peacefully and patriotically, make your voices heard. There is no evidence he knew that a small minority of protesters would break into the building. They didn't break into the building. Attack Capitol Police. They were attacked first. And rush legislative chambers. Nobody rushed legislative chambers. Those three are all lies. After more than a thousand interviews with witnesses, dozens of leaks to the media, new evidence has emerged to link Trump to the riot. Most that can be said is that when the rioters were told to leave, he did so too late and sympathetically. Aside from the leak hints about a war room, the term invented by the Clintons, run by Trump supporters to coordinate the protests, there's been little suggestions of any new information about the riots. Capitol riot was not an insurrection except for a few, a minority. Now, here's the thing. Is the police were given a stand-down order and to remove the gates and the barricades and open the front doors. That's not people breaking into the Capitol. 
The people were walking into the Capitol in single file lines with cameras in their hands. Nobody rushed the chambers. We see it of all of them migrating upwards in big groups of people walking peacefully. Ashley Babbitt was crawling through an open window. I forgot what they were saying. Her, I, I was on a show with her husband when he was talking about this. And he was saying that she was trying to um, get out of the, the, the crowdedness. Right? And that's how she got shot is trying to climb through that window that was already broken. Now, don't mm-hmm. give me. There was agitators in the crowd. There was FBI agents who were agitating the crowd. Who were Antifa was there, too. Antifa was there, right? And, and so we knew this was going to happen to some extent. But what they're turning it out to be is a setup. And this is a setup for November 8th. I'm telling you, everything that you're seeing right now is the narrative being set for November 8th. They want Americans to believe that Donald Trump caused an insurrection in this country. At least they want the media circuits, the mainstream media narrative in history to be perpetuated that Donald Trump incited a violent revolution against the country, an insurrection, and it failed. And that these people were so mad because they believed falsely that the election was stolen. I got quotations around falsely that the election was stolen. That they're going to steal the election. For, the Republicans are going to win either way. Okay, The Republicans are going to win hands down in November. There's no way they can lose right now. The Democrats know this. So ask yourself, what's the only way that the Democrats can win? Rhinos. That's right. They cheat. No, the only way that they can win is cheating for all the American First candidates, showing that the American First candidates, the Trump organization, is somehow tied directly to the voter fraud, cheating by that methodology. Remember, they're projectionists. They project what they do out onto their enemy. Okay? And so instead of going out there and cheating this election, what you're going to see is you're going to see the, the voter rings go out there and basically vote for Republicans. And when they vote for Republicans, there's going to be such an overwhelming majority that Democrats are going to get their asses kicked so bad that Congress is going to go, hey, something's wrong here. Hold on a second. Then they're going to come back and they're going to say, well, hold on. CISA.gov just put out a bulletin back in June saying that the Dominion voting machines were prone to hack and that somebody on site could easily get in there and change the votes. Oh, there's this mail-in ballot scheme, right? And oh, they're using NGOs and nonprofits. They're going to sling this all right back onto the Republicans. They're going to blame it on Donald Trump, the Donald Trump organization, all these other philanthropies. I'm telling you, they're setting up the Republicans. And then by December 2022, Vince, there is going to be an investigation into voter fraud into the 2022 primaries. And what they're going to do is Joe Biden is going to come out. Right? This is, this is the arrogance. This is the ultimate irony. Joe Biden's going to come out and say, I'm declaring martial law because these elections were stolen by the Republicans. He's going to say it's a coup. We need martial law. They're going to try to create destabilization in communities, too, to justify that as well. As destable as they could make it, they're going to use that as further justification for that. I could see that happening. It weaponizes the DHS and the DOJ against every Republican who voted in the primaries. Right? Because if you vote in the primaries, you just took part in a coup. Guess what? Now you can't own a weapon. I'm telling you, this is what 
this is their best shot to win in 2022. And this is what the narrative is being set up for. They're going to be like, how do we have the most secure election ever followed by the most insecure election ever? It's such a scam, dude. There's such fools. Wow. Very interesting theory. It's going to come true. I hope you're wrong. wrong. I hope you're wrong. I'm not wrong. wrong. We're going to have a massive red wave. November 9th, people are going to be like, yeah, we won. Yeah. Oh, my And then it's going to drop. Voter fraud. It's going to start in Georgia with Stacey Abrams. Voter fraud. It's going to start in all the states. Voter fraud. I'm telling you. Listen. If I was corrupt and evil and, and loved nothing but power like these people, this is what I would do in this situation. Yeah, and this... Just like Hitler, Hitler had two coups before he fully had power. Mm-hmm. This will be their second coup where they could obtain total dictatorship or dictator dictatorial power. I don't know the words. Yep. A total dictatorship. We we called this about a year and a half, two years ago when we said this on this show, and I'm saying it again. It's coming, but we'll see. Well, if I'm wrong, I'm gladly wrong. Okay, if I'm wrong, I'm gladly wrong. But I'm telling you. It's not even a long shot. I'm spot on. Market panics after J.P. Morgan Chase predicts CPI will come hotter than expected. White House confirms a little over a week in the aftermath of the latest PCE data, which came in line. Stocks soared in anticipation of tomorrow's CPI print, which the zeitgeist at the time saw likely to be a miss due to the weakness below the surface of the latest PCE data. Well, what a difference a few days makes because late on Thursday, stocks got pulverized amid speculation that Friday's CPI print will come in even (laughs) hotter than expected. The reason for that, J.P. Morgan, uh, which still has a widespread financial following despite blasting market propaganda such as this, J.P. Morgan strategists say equities are flashing a bullish signal June 9th. On most days when stocks crater, in which the bank's chief economist, Michael Faroli, predicted the CPI would come in even hotter than consensus, exerting from J.P. Morgan note, Ferroli wrote that the Consumer Price Index, CPI, likely increased 0.8% in May, above the 0.7% ex- uh, expected, and up 0.3% in April. This jump will be due to a strong increase in energy prices, 4.6%, uh, gas, as gasoline prices increased lead noticeable gains at that month, along with continued solid gains for food prices, 0.7%, core index 47 JP Morgan expects year ago CPI inflation to hold at 8.3% between May, April and May. In other words, unchanged from last month and also above the Wall Street consensus estimate of 8.2%. Offsetting JP Morgan's headline gloom, the bank does expect some moderation in the core index, which is seen easing from 6.2% year after yield. Um, in April, the 5.8% and then in uh 5.9%. Drilling down to the core point, J.P. Morgan says it looks like solid price increases across many of the main underlining categories, while rent measures have been firm lately. The bank expects strength to continue into May, with tenants rent up 0.49%, and owners' equivalent rent increasing 0.45%. Now, I was trying to take out a, I was going to take out a home equity loan, a line of credit. Not a loan, home equity line of credit, right? Because I got boatloads of equity in my house. And uh, I go into Wells Fargo, and it says, due to current market conditions, we are no longer offering this product. 
No kidding. So Wells Fargo is no longer giving out um, home equity lines of credit. Instead, because it's worthless. Well, instead, they want you to do the cash-out option. Now, do you know what the cash-out option is? No. So the cash-out option, right, is if you want to take equity – this is this is, this is is parasitic how they're doing this, okay? The cash-out option means that basically I refi. So if I have $400,000 of equity in my house, I can take up to a $400,000 loan. They write me a new mortgage – at the new interest rate, who benefits from the interest rate? They do, okay? And uh, now I have a new mortgage and a new mortgage payment that I pay on the 15-year fixed or the 30-year fixed. So instead of having a, um, a home equity line of credit, which basically is a line of credit, I can take a draw from it, I can pay it back early. Um, you know, it's like a regular loan that I take on myself per my collateralized equity in my house. There's no refinancing. There's no, I don't have to go through a whole re- uh, refinancing my mortgage process, none of that stuff. But now what they've done is they want that interest rate hike. They want you to get into that 30-year interest rate mortgage loan at that 5.6% that it's averaging right now. I looked at my, my, my interest rate today in my house. You want to know what it is? Take what? a wild guess. I have no idea. Okay, current interest rates are between 56 to 6.1% for mortgages right now. That's okay. astronomical over a 30-year period, okay? Yes. I have a 3.2% APR in my house, interest rate, fixed rate on my house, which is probably one of the best rates that you could have besides like a 2.8. Um, but I have a VA loan as well, so that's why I got that rate. But that's what they're trying to do is if you want to take equity out of your house without selling, they're no longer offering home equity lines of credit. And it's absolute garbage. And they're doing it in a very, very um, targeted way towards homeowners who are short on cash. Inflation is rising. People need money. They need to free up money. So the banks are basically taking it to them, making them refinance their house for another 30 years with the added on equity at a very, very doubling, tripling their, their prior interest rates. That's messed up beyond anything, dude. I'm telling you, uh, I wish the banks could be sued because of this. They probably can. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know where to begin with that. So so there goes my home equity line of credit, and I can't do that now. And I'm not doing the cash out option because I got a, I got a 3.2% interest rate. Why the hell am I going to go and, and add 2.5% yeah. interest? 25 F you, Tom. Two and a half percent interest onto my mortgage. That's get out of here. The only thing I would do is I'd I'd re I'd refinance at the current my rate for yeah. a fifteen year fixed because my mortgage only goes up a five like five hundred bucks. Actually, that's what I should be doing is just putting that extra five hundred bucks a month on my mortgage and pay it off in fifteen years. But, anyways, going back to uh, what's happening in the world, we got a lot of news. We're we're never going to get through all this. IMF likely to cut global growth estimates as conditions deteriorate. The International Monetary Fund expects to once again cut its forecast for world growth this year amid continued deteriorations of the continues in the global in the conditions of the global economy. So much has happened it is happening very quickly. IMF spoke spoke potion spokes post I, I can't speak today. I just can't. I give up. I give up. You know what? I can't speak today. I can't say spokesperson. <laughs> I can't say I can't say spokesperson. It, it's I'm thirsty and I'm out of water. 
Dude, I do the same thing every single morning. I when I'm reading a long number mm-hmm. like ten thousand five hundred, I always say ten thousand dollars five hundred, and it, I just I feel like such an idiot. So, <laughs> IMF spokesperson Jerry Rice told reporters, including the ongoing war in Ukraine, accelerating inflation, uh, and a steeper than expected slowdown in China, the fund in April cut the 2022 GDP estimate to 3.6 percent from the 4.4 percent we talked about this yesterday. That 1.7 percent decline is astronomical. It's a 31 percent decrease in global GDP growth, which means that. So there's another part of this that you have to look at, and this is the debt and credit cycle that Ray Dalio talks about. Okay, and so what happens when you have GDP decline is that production is declining. Yes. Okay. And so if demand increases and production decreases, price goes up. Okay. And so this is not a good situation for the global economy to be in a 31% reduction in global GDP is a great depression. I hope people understand that. That's a great depression. Give you an idea. Okay. The global GDP. Okay. Global GDP is about $115 trillion last year. Okay. Okay. $115 trillion last year. Right. Here's another part of this. But 31% decline is about $40 trillion pulled out of the global economy. Where's that money going? Well, guess what? We are leveraged globally five to six to one on global GDP, which means that the created debt, which is really like a derivative, because what happens is you have a credit that comes in and you're able to 99x that $1 credit and make $100 of debt, right? That's kind of how the fiat banking system works. $1 comes in, $99 is created. $1 comes in, $99 is created. Okay, so our leveraging of our debt is roughly about five hundred and fifty trillion. And this is derivatives. This is IOUs to various organizations, financial institutions, families, governments, etc. All right. And so if global GDP decreases 31 percent, okay, that money should be flowing into the debt sector to bring down that debt balance, to bring it back towards GDP. But that's not what we're seeing. We're seeing the actual reverse. We're seeing more debt being accumulated and money being pulled out of the system and put into tangible assets. I'm telling you, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You guys heard Dr. Kirk Elliott yesterday. I I don't have to tell you again, getgoldtoday.com. Talk to him about gold and silver. 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. I'm, I don't want to say I'm warning you, but just prepare yourself. It's happening. Uh, Janet Yellen rejects idea corporate greed is the blame for inflation. Of course she does. I mean, because, you know, she's not rich or anything. She's not uh, uh, an elitist or a globalist or anything, right? I mean. She's a clown. Yeah. She doesn't know anything. Corporate greed's not causing it. Oh, really? Then uh, talk to me about um, what BlackRock and the Federal Reserve are doing uh, with quantitative easing. What do you mean? Well, they're 
printing dollars that we don't have and added them into circulation by buying up junk debt of corporations so the corporations can land a positive to their shareholders so their stocks don't tank. That seems like corporate greed to me. <laughs> but hey, what do I know? Totally. Uh, U.S. solar companies mole a legal challenge after Biden pauses tariffs on solar imports. U.S. solar manufacturers are considering legal action against Joe Biden's move to put off new tariffs on solar imports in Southeast Asian countries. According to the White House's announcement on June 6th, the tariff suspension applied to these imports from Cambodia, Malaysia, Thailand, and Vietnam um, that supply about 80% of the photovoltaic cells and modules used in the United States will be effective for two years. Biden also activated the Defense Production Act to help industries accelerate domestic production and give solar manufacturers other incentives through federal purchasing. The scheme is set to help reach Biden's goal of a net carbon neutral. Now, interesting enough, give solar manufacturers other incentives through federal purchasing. That's called communism, right? The Defense Production Act, I already said, is communism. White House Sec- uh, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said that the move came in response to the, an energy emergency, in this case the threat to the availability of sufficient electric- electricity generation capacity to meet expected consumer demand. Uh, the Department of Commerce launched an investigation into whether Chinese solar manufacturers had been improperly funneling parts through for Asia countries. The probe came following an appeal lodged by California-based Auxin Solar with the Commerce Department alleging that China was illegally bypassing existing tariffs aimed at ensuring fair competition for American products. In 2011, the United States charged China with dumping solar panels in the U.S. market, that is, selling them below cost to draw out competitors. And this is a tactic used throughout all the financial industries. This is how Walmart got big. This is how McDonald's got big. This is how they all get big. Uh, Southwest got big the same way, is they take a loss for a short period of time. They drop the cost. They flood a market. They drive down the price. Then they own and dominate the market, and they put out the competitors out of business. And so U.S. solar manufacturers are now screaming bloody murder because they've been thriving under Donald Trump's tariff system. China's been going around it, basically importing through these third world countries, but it's a lot harder to do that and costs more money to do that. And so it's really just a little bit less than the tariffs. But uh, I hope these the solar manufacturers actually go out there and they sue the living shit out of Joe Biden because what they're doing is communism. And uh, it's going to ruin the market here in the United States of America. It's going to put a lot of Americans out of jobs. That's the plan. They know solar won't work. Yeah, well, that's the plan. That's the plan. That's what they're going to do. I mean, nothing we can do. We just got to sit back and wait for a revolution, I guess. Homeland Security tells us to brace for mass casualty violence as the U.S. enters a summer of extreme chaos. Imagine that. Conspiracy theory a few months ago. It was a conspiracy theory a few years ago. You know, you notice how they didn't do that right after the George Floyd incident? You notice how they didn't um, come forth and say, hey, brace for a summer of uh, mass casualty violence. <laughs> yeah, they said it was protest a, ramp up. They said it was a summer of love and yeah. mostly peaceful and this and that. Now, now they're pushing it as violent. Mm-hmm. Now they're pushing it as violent because you want to know why? This time the protests are not going to be the left organized. They're going to be the right organized. And that's why. Mm, Because it's going to be real Americans fighting for real issues. 
protesting their government for a redress of grievances, the First Amendment protected activities. This is why Homeland Security is saying this. This is why they're prepping everything. This is why they're bringing about everything. Biden's America, one Michigan County's police department has blown through their fuel budget and will no longer respond to every 911 call in person. Yeah. Insane. And they're stuck there until their next budget Cash. in, I think, what, six or seven months, I think the article it. said. Prices are so high, the Isabella, Isabella County Sheriff's Office here says they've actually blown through their fuel budget already, so they will respond to some non-emergency calls by phone, try to resolve those issues by phone. Now, the national average for a gallon of gas hovering at just under five bucks at $4.97 a gallon right now. Here in Michigan, gas prices have set a record high for seven consecutive days, and of According to AAA, many might be trying to stretch out whatever gas they have. The company says in April they responded to more than 50,000 out-of-gas calls. That's a 32% increase from the same period last year. Now, the sheriff here says it will likely be several months before a new fuel budget is passed. Gas prices. All right, so yesterday I went and filled up the tank of my Armada. And I, mm-hmm. I, I drive a Nissan Armada. 2013 Nissan Armada for everybody out there. Like, man, you're rolling high life. You know, it's a 2013 Nissan Armada. It's paid off. It's got all of its maintenance. Just got a tune-up. Just put like like three or four grand into it, okay? The thing is a beast. I love it. But it's a fuel guzzler. Just spent $117 filling up three quarters of a tank. That's insane. I think I saw somebody spent like 300 bucks on a car battery. On the social red pill. Oh, I, I just last spent three hundred dollars on a car battery too. What the hell, dude? That's insane. Two hundred and seventy-eight dollars for the car battery. So, yeah. This is my thoughts. I was pumping gas, right? And I see this young woman pumping gas, or getting ready to pump gas, right? And yeah. she puts her card in, and she's looking down, and she's looking like she's like, right? Yeah. And uh, her card gets declined. She goes inside, obviously pays a little bit in cash, comes out and pumps ten dollars of gas in her car. Okay, young mother. Uh, if I had something, I'm you know I would have, right, went and paid for it. Um, I help out people out, but she was uh, she she looked very capable, right? Nice car. But this is the state of America, and I thought of a new curse word, right? When you're at the oh, pumps, when you're at cool. the when you're at the pumps, we got to think of a little jingle to sing. Okay. We, I'm gonna write it. But okay, the new, but the new curse down. word, the new curse word is, "Oh my Joe Biden." Joe Biden. Oh, oh my, my Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Look at oh those gas Joe prices. Oh down. my go. Oh my. Oh my Joe Biden. Look at those gas <laughs> prices. I do shout every time I get gas. Yep. I do. I do too. <laughs> the guy next to me is always shaking his head like you. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a quiet down. This guy's a Republican, <laughs> a Democrat. I don't want him to tell me I have to pay for his gas. This girl's like, gas is expensive in other countries too, you know. And I'm just like, okay. I'm waiting for the day when I pull up to the gas pumps, and there's that Biden Harris sticker on the back of the car in front of me, and uh, yeah. I'll be like, hey, can you come here for a second? And they come on over, and be like, hey, can you uh, can you put your credit card in? And they'll be yeah, like, yeah. Well, what are you talking about? Like, well, you're paying for my gas. Why is that? Because <laughs> you voted for him. Yeah, and then tell him, oh, by the way, some asshole put a sticker on the back of your car. <laughs> oh, dude, I would love to. I, I would love to just get like 
these these dumb Joe Biden stickers and place them all over <laughs> people's cars. But I think that's uh, yeah, I think that's illegal. But yeah, all right, guys, <laughs> I do time these things right, but I, I we're talking about this for a reason, okay? My Patriot Supply four week emergency food supply ships fast. Save up to fifty dollars on a four week emergency food supply. Uh, you have the ultimate solar power and cooking emergency food. You're going to save $232 on this. It's a price drop item. You can go check that out. Alexa Pure water purification tank right there. You're going to save $180. Um, you got, and it's a massive price drop on it right there. You're going to save 40 bucks on that one. Um, you can get it with all the tanks and the filters right here. You're going to save 180. You get it right here with just the one filter, no tanks. You're going to save that 40 bucks on it. You get the best seller. These are candles you can get. They have uh, the chlorine dioxide water treatment. They have potassium iodate capsule, capsules. They have a, the, the small solar power charging systems. They have MREs. Um, if you're looking for survival supplies, if you're looking for non-perishable, 25-year longer shelf life of the food, please check out my Patriot Supply. Redpills.tv slash Patriot is in all the chats. Um, as we progress forward in this, I think you guys are understanding the importance of these types of things. If not, just go buy up all the corned beef hash so you can piss me off because it's one of my favorite things in the world is corned beef hash. <laughs> and you can't find it. You can't find it anymore. It's hard to find, huh? Yeah. So I went to I went to the grocery store the other day. And have you noticed that the grocery stores are reorganizing their layouts? Have you seen yeah, this? They're making the bean section smaller. They're yeah, I'm noticing. So they're, they're so what they're doing. I don't know if people. I, you gotta you gotta watch. Okay, I used to go into Kroger's, King Supers here. Okay, and if you take one long aisle aisle, half that aisle used to be canned goods. Okay, and then the other half of the aisle is like box goods, like mashed potatoes and all these types of things. Okay, now what you're finding is a quarter of the aisle at the end is just random stuff from another aisle. Okay. Just kind of a hodgepodge of different stuff. And then they shortened the amount of the, the stuff in the cardboard boxes. And then the the canned goods are only like, if they were half of the aisle, <laughs> they're a quarter now. Yeah, you stand and it's like just what's right in front of you. <laughs> yep. They went yeah. with taller shelves too. Yep, agreed. And, and so you go in there, you're going to see it. Like I was looking for breakfast cereals and they had them all spaced out. And I'm like, why is there so much space here? Same reason. Instead of putting them all next to each other and piling them up all nice and neat, they're spacing them out now. <laughs> they're turning them long way so you see the front. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny, but dude. I'm telling you, it is already hit here. And you have it's to understand, this is one thing we were talking about on DEFCON 5 today. You guys don't know I do a show with James Grunvig on American Media Periscope, uh, Unconventional, un- unconventional Truths, uh, DEFCON 5. Military perspective today. I actually talked to Juan 07. Oh, really? I did. I How's talked he doing? To Juan you know what, Juan? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I have nothing but good things to say about Juan today. Good. Juan was spot on, one hundred percent correct on everything he said today. One hundred percent, huh? Well, in his analysis, yeah. You want to know why? <laughs> He's saying the why? exact same thing I'm saying. I, I, Good for him, man. And he went back and he's because I don't know if people know this. And I, I've had this legitimized for, for me, okay? Wano Seven uh was actually a um intelligence contractor during the Reagan administration. And he was a consultant 
for the Reagan administration. And through the intelligence agencies, he was contracted to actually go in and help bring down the collapse of the Soviet Union through financial means. Like, remember Confessions of an Economic Hitman? Yeah. That was 107. He was one of those guys. Damn. And so he went and actually talked about how they did it during the Reagan administration, how they did it to Russia, how they basically did it through a series of steps, brought down the Russian economy, and then flooded the ruble back out of their market, hyperinflated their system, and crashed them. And he said, the same tactics are being used right now in the world in all countries and our country. Wow. And, and I have to agree with him because everything that he said was accurate. And whether That's he, nice. you know, and I don't know if he was not involved or whatever. If he was, like, I've seen stuff, okay? I mean, I'm, I'm working with people who are very close to this guy. I've seen stuff. And everything says that he's legitimate. He was in, he was in South Florida today. Very much near another place that we know, Mar-a-Lago. And mm-hmm. apparently he's an uh, intelligence consultant, advisor, to J- DJT. Really? I, he's advised presidents for you? Uh, this is, I, I, you know, I don't know the legitimacy of that one. I haven't validated that one, but apparently that's what I've been, I, like I said. That, it's that's, interesting. That's what I've been told. But I, And so, I don't know. He's an interesting guy, but I, I, I've said some things in the past about a lot of that stuff. And I think that a lot of his message is, firstly, you don't give timelines, you don't move the goalposts, right? And you don't continuously say patriots are in control. You don't. Because this is a battlefield and this is a war. And I think that he's came forth and uh, definitely changed his demeanor about what's happening in the world. Um, even though he does say that patriots are in control, don't worry, there's a plan. Um, who knows? Maybe there is. I hope that there is. Right? But we don't see evidence of that. Right? We, we don't see the evidence of that. So if you guys want, put a yes in the comments if you guys want to see this. Do you guys want me to get 107 on the show as a guest? I want to I see. Do. I want, uh, uh, give me, uh, yeah, I know we're having, uh, oh, yep, we're having tech problems. And so with that, we're having the tech problems. I mean, I got more news to do, but there's just, I, it's kind of pointless. We're having massive tech problems here. We're getting heavily bombarded. Uh, I'm going to go through. Uh, Grits, 39120, three ice cream. Gizmo, seven, one ice cream. Me, Brenda, three ice cream. Thank you, everybody who donated tonight. DLive, you guys take it again. You guys are absolutely awesome. I think that was it, Vince, right? Yep, it looks like yeah. that. DLive definitely takes it again. Yeah, we're having, hey, we're redlining over here. I can see massive drop frame rates. Um, I'm watching the video. Just click, 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 buffer. Uh, yeah, hopefully our audio comes through clean. Uh Thanks for having me on once again. Okay, and it's all yeses. So um, he does contradict himself. I'm not going to lie about that. But, I mean, who knows? It would be a a great conversation, him and I. So I'm going to reach out to my contacts. I'm going to get Juan 07's introduction, and we'll get him on the show. I mean, I talked to him today, but we'll get him on the show. Uh, Guys, much love, respect. We're going to cut this short. to Well, not really short. We're at the end of time anyway. Uh, But I didn't get through nearly all the news. That's okay, though. Today's Thursday. Tomorrow's conversations on the Fringe. J. Marvin Herndon is on with me tomorrow, a physicist. It's going to be a great show. We've had him on before. We're going to be talking a lot about, well, a lot of different things. But physics, one of my favorite topics to talk about. Um, And we confirmed that, right, Vince? We did confirm that for tomorrow? I I have no, unconfirmed. We're going to confirm that tonight. 
Um, and then tomorrow on Dark Delight, I'm going to touch on a lot of this other news that we have up there right now. Um, and they'll touch on it in the morning coffee as morning coffee as well. Uh, guys, say a prayer to uh, our friends out there who are, um, you know, who are dealing, having a hard time dealing with all this. And, and if anybody is, you know, you guys need some help or anything like that, prayers, please put it out on the social red pill. Hit us up on the social red pill.com. It's the best place to find me, Vince. Communicate with us or send us a message. We typically respond. Um, Q&A, not tonight. Q&A says Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights is the Q&A. Um, we have a monthly Q&A coming up with me and uh, David Whitehead. This is going to be a private event. I'm going to put out more details on that here in a bit. Um, what else do we have? Um, I don't think there's anything really breaking today. Well, we've got morning coffee in the morning if you want to yeah. tune in and you have time in the morning. Yep, absolutely. So much love, respect. Oh, and no Mars Chronicles this week. Uh, David Whitehead is on vacation, so no Mars Chronicles this week. Um, but we'll probably do a Red Pill live stream or a Red Pill um, stream, which means that we'll play documentaries, videos uh, throughout all Saturday after Makes You Think. Uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. I hope you guys have a fantastic evening. We'll see you tomorrow on the Red Pill Project. Have a good night. 